Hello and welcome back to the Omnipotent Scholars Podcast. Uh, just so you guys know, we do realize that it is pronounced omnipotent, but omnipotent. It sounds cool. It, it just flows better it with the thing. Cool. That's why we decided. Yeah, exactly. Cool. That's why we decided. Yeah. Uh, for part two of this podcast series where we're going over plays, we're actually going to be looking at the visit by, uh, forgive me for butchering this name, but Friedrich Durinmat. Um it's a works in translations from German, so a lot of the words were hard to pronounce, so I'm just going to apologize in advance for all the names of towns that we pronounce wrong. But it's all right. You know, we're going to go with the flow. Okay, yeah, we're going to go with the flow. Uh, I'm Tyler Binkley, and I'm going to be the host for this one. And I'm Josh Bowe, and I will be the, and the not the host, you know? Yeah, the not the host. <laughs> and... We're going to provide you listeners with some deep theoretical questions, and we're going to look at issues faced in the modern justice system. I think I'm going to have a great time, Tyler. How about you? Me too, Josh. Just absolutely time. wonderful. It's Let's like go ahead and... coaster times too, you know? God. Nope. Let's go ahead and dive <laughs> in. <laughs> hey, friends. Oh. Hey, okay, hey friends. Uh, let's dive into the focus points and evidence. So from Durnmatt's previous works, uh, and what we know about him in this book, is that he's a realist. He takes a lot of uh, fant- fantastical, fant- fantasial... Um, fantasies? Fan- no, like, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> a lot of uh, mythology, and he looks at what if this actually happened, and what if this was real and not just a legend. So, where do you see Durinmat incorporate this into his work? Yeah, yeah so Durinmat, he definitely doesn't beat around the bush. Um, you can see that, you know, kind of realist approach in his book, um, where, you know, he definitely addresses the topics of teenage pregnancy mm-hmm. and um, how for Clara it meant that, you know, she turned into a prostitute. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's that still happens today. That's what he's trying to address with that. And he definitely doesn't, you know, symbolize anything with it. He doesn't use anything to like symbolize it. He just goes straight at it and just, you know. And also, the town's impoverished to a level that they, you know, they ex- they're willing to accept murder as a, you know, a suitable way to provide the means to live, you know, and not. What. Yeah, no, no, you're <laughs> and, doing good, yeah. And not, you know, get out of it by themselves. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I, I think a lot of the thing with Durnmat being a realist is that when you're reading these fiction books, you see a lot of a lot of fantasy incorporated in them, a lot of uh, over-exaggeration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when... The play does talk about real life. You still see some events that happen mm-hmm. that's, oh, that, that would never happen. Yeah. But I think there, while there is some of that in this novel, there's a large majority where these are really real issues with really real consequences. Oh, yeah, real yeah. issues happens all the time. Definitely. Yeah, especially, you know, even in America it happens. You got teen pregnancies all over the place. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes. And, yeah. I feel like a lot of authors tend to look at the good in human nature, but I respect Duran Matt for being willing to look Look at at the the bad. bad. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and go into the next question. So Claire goes ahead and offers money up 
Is it Claire or is it Clara? It's Claire. It's Claire? Yeah. Did you say Clara in the book? No, it says Claire. Wow, okay, well, I just... Yeah, right. No, it's fine. We're going to go with it. Uh, so Claire offers money to kill Ill, who was the man that uh, claimed false paternity over her child, even though he know he knows that it's his kid. Mm-hmm. So was Claire wrong because the justice system failed her? Was oh, Claire yeah, wrong definitely. for offering money for someone to kill him? Well, I think she was seeking seeking out that justice that she never got. You mm-hmm. know, um, Ill kind of he definitely. Um, with the, with what is it, Kobe and Loby? I don't remember their names from the. Oh, there's a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's Kobe and Loby, but I don't remember like their actual names. But he, um, um, he put them and he had them take the blame for it. Yeah. And Claire was just kind of, all of her life she was seeking that revenge. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think that she was completely unjust. I think murder might be a little too excessive, but. If seeking actual justice, she's completely just for. Okay. You know, but to that extent, maybe not. But uh huh. Um, yeah. Okay. She should definitely get that justice. Maybe not in the form of murder. Maybe in the form of prison time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she should you know, get justice. Do you think uh, it's her personal opinion on justice that matters, or do you think it's like a shared? societal view on justice that she should be looking for what do you mean by that so claire is offering this up because she wants justice for herself yeah she wants to see ill killed for what wrong was done to her she doesn't ask the town hey this happened this was wrong what should happen next she she just offers her own solution yeah do you think that she should have gone to the town and asked uh what she should do for justice well i'm not sure about that why is that? I'm not sure about that because I feel like the townspeople, they're, they're fond of Ill. Ill is going to be their next mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have definitely not, you know, had a fit punishment for the crime. Okay. Um, again, Claire was unjust in killing him, you know, and, and offering to, or proposing that he, he dies. But I feel like the townspeople definitely wouldn't have. They, they all had an extreme liking to Ill, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a battle of two extremes here yeah exactly yeah just as we saw in disgrace as well yeah yeah okay we have to save that for the next (laughs) for the next one (laughs) okay so we uh we've been looking at the justice system in the novel a little Mm -hmm. bit we haven't really gone deep into depth on it but just based on how you've seen Durin Matt describe this justice system in the novel, what, what do you think he's trying to get out of that in relation to real life? Yeah, well, there's definitely flaws in, um, like, eyewitness... Like, Testimony? Testimonies, yeah. yeah. Because, um, in, you know, in the play, um, you have Kobe and Loby that kind of... They're kind of eyewitnesses, even though they... they mm-hmm. In a way, they're eyewitnesses, even though they, um, oh, I can't think of the word. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they, uh, oh, they confess. They confess. Okay, to, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, um, we, we can see, like, a flaws in our justice system, like, as an American, like, in America, mm-hmm. we can see the problem, there's problems with eyewitness testimonies. Okay. And there's a, stub- a study by Elizabeth Loftus. Yeah, and she was kind of it's, it's a false memory study, and what it was doing is, it's 
it, it's just false memory. Yeah. People don't recollect mm-hmm. certain events properly. You know, people can be influenced in certain ways. People can be, they don't, they can't remember certain features that would put, incriminate somebody. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's definitely a, a major flaw. It, um, incarcerates people that shouldn't be incarcerate, or incarcerated or, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It doesn't incarcerate people that should be incarcerated. Uh-huh. And that's definitely a major flaw. And I think during that kind of touched on that with you know, the justice system in the visit. Okay, and I also think Dern Matt went into depth a little bit about uh, jury bias, which I also think is oh, one yeah. of the big issues in America today. Because there's a lot of people that, even unbeknownst to them, they might have a little bit of gender bias or oh, racial yeah. bias and, and stuff women. like that. Yeah. yeah, and I think that kind of plays a role in their judgment also there's it's just human nature yeah it's I mean, human nature no. you know you have a little bit toward you want to see people feel sorry yeah. and stuff like that you might experience a little bias but mm-hmm. if you're looking for the wrong things as a jury and you're not especially not an educated jury you're just looking for mm-hmm. someone that feels bad to give them a lighter yeah. ver- verdict even though they may feel bad but not even be expressing it i just think there's a lot of danger that duran matt especially shows in the novel where he's talking about how a town is taking the side of a guy over a girl just because that was the normal thing to yeah. do back then and that's still happening today which it is pretty wild is, and even vice versa too yeah because you got you know women that sexually assault men but you know uh-huh in the jury's view a woman can never sexually assault a man because like how does that happen yeah you know and you know, vice versa from that man sexually assaulted a woman but you know, they believe the man over the woman. Okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next question. So in the next question, we're looking at Dern Matt's influence with wealth. In the novel, you see characters coming into Ill's shop and they're already buying on credit after uh, Claire's offer, which leads the reader to believe that they're acting in that way because mm-hmm they're planning to kill ill and get paid the money that they're spending right now. Yeah. Overall quality of life's going up for the citizens and uh, wealth is just really a large motivator and I think Duran Mount really focuses on that. But do you think the absence of the bribe would have stopped what happened? Um, I think the absence of the bribe definitely would have stopped what happened. Why is that? Um, at the beginning or like when, when Claire first proposed that Mm -hmm. Uh, i remember the mayor he stood up and said we are not barbaric we're not that's not going to happen yeah then when the town had longer to think on the subject and think about all the money Mm -hmm. they started realizing oh dang we need this money yeah do you think there was uh there was any ideals that they had went home and thought about and they may have considered claire's porn or do you think it was only money i on it there was definitely some motivation beyond the money yeah but i don't think that motivation was strong enough to kill ill okay the I money understand that. influenced them to kill ill if it wasn't for that money they wouldn't have done it mm-hmm. it definitely backed you know and, and helped support them in yeah the decision but and the police officer even the police even the police corrupt. officer yep, yeah exactly and that was because of the money the police are supposed to do what's right or yeah yeah so it just shows the extent of Money's uh, power yeah, over people. And greed. Uh huh. Okay. Well, we can go ahead and move on to the next one. 
Uh, so there's a, a big debate still going on in today's world where, like the Heinz dilemma, where you look at yeah. the man breaking into the, the doctor's yeah. house to steal, steal the, the cure to save his wife. wife yeah. It's kind of like the inverse of that, where there's bad motivations, but good still mm-hmm. ultimately comes out of what happened. And I'm not saying that killing ill is good, yeah. but ultimately Claire had been subjected getting, getting to a lifetime of suffering. Claire, yeah. yeah. So do you think that Duran Matt's trying to question whether bad motivation still brings good things? And think, does that matter? I think he definitely does. Um, he definitely does suggest that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he kind of addresses that and thinks it's a problem in today's world. It is a problem in today's mm-hmm. world. Because you've got, um, it happens all the time. Yeah. You see, say, assassins, mm-hmm. right? They get paid for money. They get paid. Yeah. They might be killing a bad person. They're only doing it for the money. Yeah. They're still killing a bad person. So technically, some you could see good coming out of that, but it's still mm-hmm. murder and bad motivations. Yeah. You know? um, I think it's like no, really like, subjective to... To the people, for instance, uh, if the good's coming out of it, the good's ultimately for society. But maybe or maybe not, it's justice for that person to live with knowing that what they did, they did for the wrong reason, Mm -hmm. even though it brought a good result. So say that a man's trying to kill 5,000 bunnies, but in turn he ends up solving, curing cancer. Uh, sure. Would, okay. Would we praise that man still? Yeah, we'd praise that man. We'd praise that man, even if we, if we knew his intentions. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, you can also look at uh, during World War Two in uh, Nazi Germany, there was a scientist that was cutting up dogs and sewing them together, but he was a a groundbreaker in limb research. But he still gets looked upon negatively for killing hundreds of dogs yeah so and supporting the nazi regime yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay um do you think that so the men that were brought into court let's look at them for a second claire tracked them down and castrated both of them kobe and loby kobe and loby do you think that that was just for her to do um, honestly, yes. Yes? Okay. Why? Thinking about where she ended up, her, you know, her baby died mm-hmm. after one year of living. She ended up becoming a prostitute, getting abused, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, all because they, uh, confessed to doing something they didn't, they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, ultimately that, that made Claire an outcast, you know? Yeah. And just ruined her life. So I think making them blind and castrating them, although it is very extreme, mm-hmm. it is technically considered justice. So I think she is somewhat just in doing so. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll be right back in a minute. We're going to get to the analysis. Okay. We're back for yes, the analysis. <laughs> so... What Durin Matt is really trying to convey in his novel is that 
The idea of justice is very flawed. It's subjective to each person, and each person is going to interpret justice in a different way. And you see that a lot with uh, how Ill and Claire act throughout the novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at, does it matter if your motivations are flawed if the right thing happens? And that, too, is subjective. Because to that one person that makes the bad decision, that's going to maybe, maybe, most likely have an impact on the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, for the greater good of society, it's going to be what's fair and what is better for the society. Mm -hmm. And Josh, I'll let you go ahead and take over. We uh, also, we dove deep into how Dern Matt, he he utilizes um, outside influences Mm. to kind of illustrate how um, easily firm opinions can kind of shift into the extreme, the unimaginable, such as like, you know, on a normal basis in in the play, on a normal basis, nobody would ever, ever think about killing, no right-minded person would ever think about killing anybody. Yeah. However, when you add that, that $1 billion to that factor, yeah, it, it easily switches to the extreme. Mm. Yeah. So... Does destroying someone's life deserve the death penalty? I believe it deserves punishment. Punishment. And that's what Darren and, Matt was. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. That's kind of how, yeah. No, you're, you're okay. spot on. <laughs> so that's what Darren Matt's trying to get across is that we really need to reanalyze our decisions when it comes to justice because we could have own personal biases that we need to become aware of. And mm-hmm. we really need to be ready for that so that we can make more just decisions. <laughs> it would have been more, it would have been the right thing if Claire had asked for a prison, prison sentence. Yeah, prison prison sentence, sentence, but instead she asked for murder. And we need to, despite, despite the motivation to gain that wealth and despite getting the goodness for society, we need to look at, are facts, we doing this for we, ourselves? Yeah. Or are we doing this for society? Morals, facts evidence all that good stuff (laughs) (laughs) okay and uh that was this episode of omnipotent scholars you know stay tuned for the next episode it's gonna be wonderful i can tell you that right now okay peace out everyone Mm -hmm.